edition of book talk brought to you by the bookshelf in downtown batesville and uh, we have the the full uh, cast this morning chris and mary good morning to you ladies good morning good morning the complete cast of characters that's right the complete cast of characters <laughs> well you know i was once uh, asked to be a character witness at a trial because the guy uh, the defendant said i was the, he I was the biggest character he knew oh <laughs> So, you read any good books lately? (laughs) We should ask you that same question. (laughs) Lots and lots of good books. And um, we got lots of good books in the store, too. But we'll we'll go over our bestseller list. We'll do our indie bestsellers. Um, Not as many stars on here this week. I'm, I'm assuming that most of the... Uh, big ones have been released for the holidays, and they're just kind of, you know, floating on their coattails here. Because, but there's a lot of good ones on the list, so um, no, no shortage of that. So we'll start out with the hardcover fiction. Uh, um, Amore Tolls is number one with the Lincoln Highway, and that's that's been a really good seller lately. Great story, great author. So you can't go wrong with that one. That'd be a good Christmas gift for somebody. Number two, Louise Erdrich with The Sentence. A cloud in or cloud in cuckoo land. Anthony Doer, number three. Elizabeth Strout, O. William, and number five. Mitch Album, Stranger in the Lifeboat, which sounds like a really interesting one from him too. There is one debut on our list. It's Neil Stevenson with Termination Shock. So that's debuting. <laughs> Excuse me, at number twelve. In the nonfiction, we do have a star there. At number one, it's the 1619 Project, A New Origin Story. And I think that's kind of um, been um, debuting in a lot of places, and it's um, doing quite well. I noticed it on our USA Today list, too. So, and number two, The Dawn of Everything, A New History of Humanity, and that's David Graeber, Case. My Life Through Food, Stanley Tucci at number three. The Storyteller, Tales of Life and Music, David Grawl. And number five, back on the list again, The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse, Charlie McKessie. There are a couple other debuts on the nonfiction list. Uh, Betrayal, the final act of the Trump show. Of course, that's Jonathan Carl. He's been making the rounds. Uh, number 12 is also a debut. It's Glennon Doyle, and it's Get Untamed, the journal, How to Quit Pleasing and Start Living. Hmm, okay. <laughs> I, I thought it worked pretty good to please people, but, you know, apparently I'm not, I'm not living this way. Um, so that's kind of interesting. Sorry to have it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. In the paperback fiction... Frank Herbert's still up there with Dune at number one. The Song of Achilles, Madeline Miller. The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, Taylor Jenkins Reid, still on the list. Tanya French, The Searcher. And The Night Watchman, Louise Erdrich. So she's on our paperback and hardcover list in the top five. 
Dave Eggers has um, The Every debuting at number 10 in paperback. And Jenny Colgan with The Christmas Bookshop is debuting. I don't, I think that was just, that wasn't in hardcover, was it? I think that's just paperback. I Which one was that? The Christmas Bookshop. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was it? Mm. Yeah, I don't remember that good. one. It sounds mm-hmm. good, though, this time of the year. In the nonfiction, Robin Wall Kimmerer with Braiding Sweetgrass. The Body Keeps the Score, Bessel van der Kolk at number two. Talk to stra- talking to Strangers, What We Should Know About People We Don't Know. That's Malcolm Gladwell. David Sedaris at number four with The Best of Me. And Otto Lingini, Lengi, Test Kitchen. And that's Noor Murad and Adam Odolengi are the authors. Entangled Life, how fun, I love this one. Mm-hmm. How fungi make our world, change our minds, and shape our futures. That's <laughs> Merlin Sheldrake. I, I think that's an, an interesting top five and six there. It's just a kind of, I look at that I, list and go, hmm. <laughs> I know, I, I had to read number six. I normally only go to five, but I had to read that one. <laughs> Yes, it doesn't like a right. fun guy book, you know? <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> yeah. So let's see. Okay, in the children's early and middle grade readers, The Christmas Pig, J.K. Rowling, number one, Daughter of the Deep, Rick Riordan. That popped up there pretty quick and it's hanging in there. Out of My Heart, Sharon Draper. The Beatrice Prophecy, Kate DiCamillo. And R.J. Palacio with Pony are the top five. Um, there is a debut at number 13. It's uh, Genzaburo Yoshino, and it's How Do You Live? Well, that sounds kind of interesting. Um, in the young adult, Marissa Meyer with Gilded. They both die at the end, number two, Adam Silver. Number three is a debut on our list. It's Chloe Gong, and it's Our Violent Ends. Okay. Firekeeper's Daughter at number four, Angeline Belief. <coughs> Excuse me. And Gary Paulson with Hatchet, top five. Neil Schusterman has a debut at number 14 with Roxy. So let's see. That's our list for that. The Children's. There's two stars on the Children's, so we like that. Uh, number one in the Children's Illustrated, Jan Brett's The Nutcracker. And that is really cute. Um, yeah, did you have a chance to look through that? Yes, yes, I did. It's I'm not a Nutcracker fan, but I love anything Jan Brett does. I mean, her illustrations are just amazing. Oh, yeah. Story. Um, um, number two, the 1619 Project, Born on the Water. And that's Nicole Hannah-Jones. That's, that's a really cool book. I looked through that one, too. Um, that's a neat one. Mm-hmm. Aaron, Aaron Slater, illustrator, Andrea Andrea Betty, Betty, Beatty, and that's number Beatty. three. Number four, Change Things, a children's anthem, Amanda Gorman, and Sandra Boynton with Woodland Dance. Um, there is a debut at number nine. It's Emily Dove, and it's Christmas Mouse. It's a finger puppet book. It, book it. Finger <laughs> puppet book. Yes. Those are all mm. Mm. Yeah, I love those little things. 
Number 14 is also a debut. It's The Legend of the Christmas Witch. Witch. Yes, I said that right. David, or Dan Murphy is the uh, author on that one. So that's debuting. Children's series. So you, can, you can see through the Children's Illustrated, the list, that a lot of the Christmas books are starting to sh show up. And yeah. some of them are new, and some of them, you know, are uh, from last year or the year before, or just um, uh, classics. So, yes, it's, it's time, and, and we can't forget <clears throat> St. Nick is going to be coming around here just pretty shortly. Yes. And so um, I think that's the six. Yep, that is the best time to yeah. um, share a Christmas story. Oh, yeah, definitely. See, the children's series, Diary of Wimpy Kid is number one. Jeff Kinney, Wings of Fire, T. Sutherland, Dogman, Dave Pilkey at number three, Harry Potter, J.K. Rowling, and Magic Treehouse round out our top five in the series. So, a lot, lot of good books there. What, what do we got in USA Today? Oh. Well, we have um, some of the same. Um, <clears throat> it's a good thing that I have my uh, printout from the paper because my computer doesn't seem to want to work this morning. Oh. Um, still sitting over there humming. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we can get started with uh, the debut. At number one is the real Anthony Fauci, uh, Bill Gates, Big Pharma, and the Global War on Democracy and Public Health is by Robert F. Kennedy, Jr., and that's debuting at number one. Uh, David Baldacci is back with uh, uh, FBI agent Atlee Pine, and uh, he's working um, uh, in, for, looking for his sister Mercy, who was abducted at the age of six. Um, and this is uh, his new one that's... Uh, Debuting at number two, David Baldacci's Mercy. Number three, the, the 1619 Project, and this is created by Nicole Hannah-Jones. Of course, it's always also on our list. This is, a, of course, a collection of essays, poems, and works of fiction that explore the legacy of slavery. Number four, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, the Big Shot. You know, I kind of think that this 16th book in the series is going to pop back up a little higher next week. You know, oh, after yeah. the yeah, after the other ones kind of uh, have seen their day in the sun. Moment in the sun, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, the American Christmas uh, by our Compass Duffy. A collection of family photographs and Christmas recipes from Fox News personalities. And so that's debuting at number five. The Judges List by John Grisham. <clears throat> Investigator Lucy Stoltz's search for a serial killer leads her to a surprising suspect, a sitting judge. And that is uh, doing real well, <clears throat> doing real well in baseball, actually, at number six. <clears throat> Excuse me. Jonathan Carl's The Betrayal is debuting on the USA at number seven, the final act of The Trump Show. Will Smith wrote his book with Mark Manson and self-titled it Will. And in this one, our, our superstar is opening up about his life and tracing his transformation from a fearful child in West Philadelphia to a Hollywood box office titan. Michael Connolly's The Dark Hours uh, was number one last week, dropped down to nine. 
Um, this is the 23rd in the series with Harry Bosch. Wow. Michael Connolly always writes a good book, yes. Uh, I love that the Pioneer Woman Cooks Super Easy uh, is oh, at number yeah. 10. Yeah, 120 short recipes for dinners, desserts, and mores. Every time I open that book, it just makes me hungry. I know. <laughs> it just has great, real easy. And you think, oh, I can make that for dinner. I've got all that stuff in my pantry. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Debuting at number 11 is Clive Cussler's The Devil Sea. And, of course, Dirk Cussler is writing this one. Um, Dirk Pitt is on the hunt for a missing treasure when he is called in to recover a missile from the Luzon Strait. This is the 26th in the series. Mm. Frank Herbert's Dune is still doing well at number 12. And this is, of course, the classic sci-fi story. Oh, we have, well, if you're going to have a Clive Kessler out, you're going to have a Tom Clancy out. And, of course, oh, yeah. this is now being written by Mark Cameron. This is Tom Clancy's Chain of Command. A billionaire with corrupt ambitions targets President Jack Ryan. So uh, Jack Ryan has another story here. I'm not sure which number this is, but yeah, it's got to be in the double digits. Yeah. A Stranger in the Lifeboat by Mitch Album is still in our top 20 at number 14. A group of shipwrecked passengers pull a strange man from the sea who claims to be the Lord. I think this is probably the number one bestseller in Batesville if I look at how many copies of this book that we sold. Yeah. It's doing extremely well. J.K. Rowling's The Christmas Pig, next in line at 17. Uh, when Jack discovers his beloved toy is lost on Christmas Eve, his new toy... The Christmas Pig helps Jack search for it. That's just a great story. I, you know, once again, yeah, I started to read part of that just to get a feel for it. And, you know, it's like I didn't want to put it down. It's just I a funny book. Skip, I think you skipped a couple. You missed 15 and 16. 15? Oh, 15. the Lincoln Highway? Yeah, missed uh, that yes. one. And then you missed The Wish, Nicholas Sparks. Oh. Yep, down there, 15 and 16. Well, it could be because I've had to move into another room and I, and I forgot to turn my light on. Um, <laughs> that's what happens sometimes when you just have to punt and, you know, and the, you've got a sore toe. Not a problem. Um, let's, yeah, great. Thank you. So, okay. <laughs> so, uh, at 13, we had Tom Clancy. At 14, we had Mitch Album. 15, we have Amara Tolls and Nicholas Sparks, The Wish. Which is also, you know, I guess I have to say that that's probably tied with The Stranger in the Lifeboat. Yeah. That, um, that, the Stranger that in the Lifeboat my... and The Wish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I Those are the most few asked for. Yeah. When people, yeah. you know, it's, it's not like we're hand selling them. People are coming in and asking for those. Yes. And, but the Christmas pig is one that we are trying, you know, to, to uh, promote because it's just a great book. Yeah. Number 18, Better Off Dead by Lee Child and Andrew Child. Here we've got Lee is, is grooming Andrew to take over. I think he's <laughs> um, about ready to retire. Uh, Jack Reacher's 26, uh, uh, giving to us. Atomic Habits by James Clear is number 19. An easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. And I love it. It ends with us at number 20. Wow. Colleen Hoover 
still there. That's that's been on the top twenty for a long time. Yeah, it came out in two thousand sixteen. Yeah, amazing. Just doing. Yep, doing really really well. Okay, so let's see what we have. Whoops. Let's see if we can get this door. Um, coming out uh, this week, uh, we hope. Um, I'm not quite sure. I was trying to track a shipment that was supposed to have been here like last Wednesday, and it's still floating around yeah. someplace. Um, so let's hope we see it today. Let's see. 411 new books are out today. And um, some of the, of the big ones that we're, we're waiting for, of course, is Cat Kid Comic Club Perspective. This is the newest one by Dave Pilkey. Uh, it's the second one in the Cat Kid comic series, but it's also just part, part of that whole um, Wimpy Kid deal. Um, Jody Picoult has a new one, Wish You Were Here. That's supposed to be coming today. Uh, what are some other ones there? Uh, B.J. Daniels has a new uh, romance that's coming out. Uh, Brenda Jackson uh, and has a new uh, Christmas story, What He Wants for Christmas. Um, let's see. What are some other ones that were... Oh, I love this one. Now, I didn't get this one in, but I think I might have to. All About Me, My Remarkable Life and Show Business. And this is by Mel Brooks. Oh, he, I love Mel Brooks. Well, he's just one of the funniest dudes, and he's yep. always taking chances. He's always kind of bucked the studio system and made movies that they said couldn't happen, like Blazing Saddles, uh, you know. And then he went on to you know all these crazy comedies because he he is just so funny. Um, yes, Patricia Cornwell has a new K. Scarpetta book oh, out, Autopsy. A Scarpetta novel. I, you know, I thought she was done. I thought she was retired. So, but no, nope, here she's back. Yay! Yeah, 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 yeah. Gina Showalter has a new one, The Warlord. Um, this one is in paperback. Um, let's see. Let's go on down a little bit. Jeffrey Deaver has a new Lincoln Rhyme novel, The Midnight Lock. Um, Maggie Black has that. You know, she does the Canine Protectors. Series, uh -huh. and she's got a new Christmas novel, which looks oh, like a lot of fun. Um, oh my goodness, there's so many. Just keeps us busy here. Shonda um, uh, Lee has a new one, Jade Legacy. Uh, this is the Green Bone Saga number three. This is science fiction. Um, oh my goodness, on and on and on. You know, we could be here forever, but that would not be a, a the greatest thing. This is the first chance I've had to look at these things. <laughs> okay, so let's go back and see what might be coming out next week. And like, oh man, let's hope we're going to be able to get them. Yeah. And Definitely. next week we have 463 new books coming out. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, lots and lots of them. Um, a poetry, Amanda Gorman has a new one. Call us oh, what cool. we carry. Now this is a book of her of her poems. This is not a picture book like her other one that she did. 
Um, but we knew that this was going to be coming out in December. And they've got it uh, here as a December um, the 7th. Let's see if they've got any in stock. Oh, my goodness, lots and lots of stock. So let's just hope that we'll be able to get those um, when we ask for them. Um, oh, this looks like fun. Walt Disney's Uncle Scrooge gift box set. <laughs> the lost crown of Genghis Khan in the minds of King Solomon. <laughs> oh, Uncle Scrooge, oh, right. I love okay. him. That looks, that looks like a lot of fun. Uh, Allison Brennan has a new book, The Sorority Murder. Um, of course, that's a lot of that's going on around at colleges. Um, oh, Dan Bootner's back with the Blue Zone Challenge, you know, so... This, I'm thinking this is by the National Geographic Society. And of course, the blue zones are where they find people that just routinely live to be octogenarians. And, um, um, and he's developed, uh, Dan Butner has developed a four week plan for a longer, better life. So that's mm. out next week. Uh, I always, when I see that it's been by National Geographic, I'm thinking, oh, this must be pretty good. Yeah. Let's see. Black. Oh, a, 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 oh, there and back. Photographs from the Edge by Jimmy Chin. That's 10 speed press. That's going to be really something. Uh, $50, but if you like a good book of photographic pictures, that's, that's, that's a good Christmas gift. Hopefully. Yeah, that's, that's one of those ones you don't know what to get for the person. Can't go wrong with mm -hmm. that. Absolutely. Um, W.E.B. Griffin. The Rogue Assets. Um, this is being done by um, Brian Andrews. And of course, uh, W.E.B. Griffin has passed away. And I, this must be something that the family, let's see if we can get in here and find out. Um, doesn't give me a whole lot of information about it. Um, oh, yeah, this is the return of Griffin Tira C.G. Charlie Castillo. Um, and so they um, picked him to continue to write those stories, the family. Um, let's see, he's been W.E.B. Griffin, yeah, passed away in 2019, as I recall. But um, his stories, he once again he had a lot of things laid out, um, outlined out. And so they found an author who can um, continue that. So, well, that's just, you know, we could, once again, there's lots and lots of, you know, Ted Bell has a new one. A, a lot of authors that are favorites of our customers. So, um, you know, uh, we need to have our uh, people come in. I'm, I'm hoping that we're going to be able to get all those books that everyone ordered during the sale. I think it's, um, it's going to be a, a do. It's just going to depend on... How long it takes UPS to get it to us? <laughs> I have faith. I have faith. Uh, come you have faith. I do. Okay, Tom, tell us, what was the last book that you read that you liked? Um, I, th I think it was uh, The Life and Times of Red Grange. Okay. <laughs> <That's>, okay. Yep. <laughs> do you want to tell them who Red Grange is? Yeah, the, uh, the football yeah. star, the University of Illinois, and then... Uh, play for the Chicago Bears in the early days of the yes. NFL. He was a bear, yes. I knew that he was a bear. 
Um, and only because, uh, you know, I remember um, my son-in-law talking about him, wanted, wanted Ken to explain to him who Red Grange was. The Galloping uh, Ghost, so. right? That's right. Right. They have well, a statue of him out, front of the, uh, out, out in front of the stadium there at the University of yeah. Illinois. Uh-huh. And I think that um, he's, you, you hear a lot about him when you're, they've got a couple of places in Chicago, you know, where his pictures are always in the bars. <laughs> we see a lot of the bars. <laughs> Not going to ask how you know about that, but... Um. <laughs> well, you know, of course, we've had this discussion because he's British and football is not, well, you know, it's soccer. He calls, you know, so- so- soccer is called football on, on, the, on the continent, as he calls it. Um, so he's gotten really into American football, as have many of the British, because they go over there and play. You know, before COVID, they were playing uh, at least NFL. Well, how many did they have? Maybe three or four games a year in England. Yeah, yeah. something like popular. that. I thought maybe I thought maybe Tom would know that. Nobody yeah, there's uh, there's usually uh, about one or two uh, per year, sometimes three, and it, it usually one of the games uh, involves the Jacksonville Jaguars for some reason. Hmm. Must. Must have some kind of connection there. Uh, yeah, I guess. Or they just, uh, I don't know, they just, uh, they draw the short straw or something. I don't know. Well, <laughs> except when they go over there, don't they pronounce it Jaguar? Yep. J- oh, Jaguars. Yeah, and yeah, I've yeah, even heard Jaguar. some people call them Jaguars. It's like, no, it's not Jaguars. It's Jaguars. <laughs> but yeah, the British pronunciation would be Jaguars. <laughs> yep. Well, of course, you're going you're gonna to find that uh, actually in this country, the way, you know, the different parts of of our our areas just pronounce everything different. Yeah, let's all let's not get into the debate about Louisville and Louisville. <laughs> or Louisville. Yeah, Louisville. Exactly. <laughs> right. Well, there's always Versailles and Versailles, you know. Yeah. And Milan and Milan and <laughs> Yep, there you oh, go. Uh, yep. All all of the above. <laughs> That's what of course, you know what I not what I think is funny. Of course, there's all these books that I see about this is how tough it is for um, uh, a non non American English speaking uh, people can't quite pronounce anything that's uh, to do with Native Americans. You know, in, in the Northeast and in the South and the Southwest. Where you have so many towns, and even in and even in Indiana, you know we have things that were named after the uh, original inhabitants of our country, and they have no idea how to pronounce it, <laughs> none whatsoever. Oh, we're we're and good we, at butchering languages. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I know that's. I have to dig out that. We've got a couple books at the store that actually talk about the American slang and American way we pronounce things so uh, which I think is just incredibly interesting but um, uh, that I think is when people say oh I can't give a book because they don't read well they may not read fiction but almost everybody can enjoy a good nonfiction piece or something that's instructive or something that's going to tell you something that's funny or amusing um, and we we always make an effort to have a lot of that kind of stuff on hand all right, and with that, ladies, it is uh, our time is up. Uh, quickly, your uh, location, phone number, and hours, please. Okie dove, North Walnut and Bowinger. And we are there from Tuesday through Friday, 11 to 5. 
Saturday, 11 to 2. Um, and we are, you can call us if you want to ask a question or see if we're there at 812-934-5800. Thank you, ladies. And we will talk to you again next Tuesday on another edition of Book Talk, brought to you by The Bookshelf. Book Talk.